0: Do you want a book that will inspire and challenge you? Evangelizing Catholic Culture, New Vision for the New Creation is that book. It's a call for spiritual renewal within the Catholic Church. There is an entire generation of people searching for authentic purpose in their lives who desire to serve the proclamation of the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ and live a rich life of personal holiness. This is an exciting challenge to those who desire to live a deep and rich Christian way of life. Written by Father David Tickerhoof, you are sure to be inspired. Sold on Amazon, in print, and Kindle. Get your copy today. Welcome to the Evangelizing Catholic Culture Podcast Show with your host, Father David Tickerhoof, T O R. Father David is a retired priest currently ministering in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania at Our Lady, Queen of Peace, House of Evangelization. You can find the show notes for each episode on the podcast website, Evangelizing Catholic Culture The teachings in this podcast are the thoughts and prayers of Father Tickerhoof and are based upon his good standing in the Catholic Church. And now, here's your host, Father David.
1: Good morning to everyone from Franciscan University in Steubenville, where I'm now assigned. I'm looking out the window and it's a beautiful but very cold fall morning. And so I'm going, the second uh, recording or the second show I'm going to do here this morning is entitled The Church in the Pandemic. Coming from the temple, quote, wherever the river flows, every sort of living creature that can multiply shall live. For wherever this water comes, the sea shall be made fresh. It's Ezekiel. 47 verses 8 to 9. Most Catholics living today struggle with what is happening in the church. This stress and confusion has developed it into a church in crisis. This is not something new caused by the pandemic. It has gradually been developing ever since the close of Vatican Council II. However, It has reached the level of a crescendo. Before the Council, most of us were content to live in a church which viewed itself as an institution which dispenses the sacraments. This view emphasized stability and external clarity. One writer stated in his book entitled, quote, The Models of the Church, unquote, That the main model of the church should never be primarily viewed as an institution. It is true that the church needs to be a visible, organized structure existing in society. But there are other very important ways to view the church. Since the close of the council, a tremendous grace has been given for renewal and reform in the Catholic Church. The change of focus has been a move away from the institutional model of the church towards a, quote, mystical communion, unquote, understanding. This approach would emphasize the internal nature. In short, it may be called the church as a mystical communion, which would highlight the inner work of grace in the power and activity of the Holy Spirit. In our baptism of water, each one of us received the gift of the divine indwelling of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Therefore, we all have the potential to live in a magnificent union of love and grace with each other. In the words of St. Paul, quote, Do you not know that you are the temple of God? And that the spirit of God dwells in you, for the temple of God, which you are, is holy. 1 Corinthians chapter three: 16 to 17 verse. At the close of the council, this, this church's grace of renewal, which came with the council and beyond the council, began to manifest itself in various ways. The main experience focuses on the interior transformation and the manifestation of the gifts of the Holy Spirit. This process of spiritual renewal has been occurring for over 50 years. However, in recent years, the renewal of the church has moved from spiritual renewal to reform. Reform basically deals with the structures, forms, or visible expressions of the church. Reform always initiates a significant crisis. We human beings love the security of what we were born with and raised with. What is unfortunate about reform is that it usually becomes messy and things are changed too quickly or changes are made that are unhealthy or sometimes destructive. It is not surprising that reform engenders a crisis of faith and calls forth the validity of truth. We usually do not enjoy this experience for some of our closest friends think very differently about matters that are in the church that are very important to us. This obviously puts a strain on our relationships. This volatile confrontation happened to Jesus. He went up to Jerusalem for Passover and went into the temple. And he found that the central courts of the temple were desecrated with animals and money changers. Jesus took a whip of cords and made the money changers move everything out of the temple. He was confronted by the scribes and Pharisees who were financially profiting from this enterprise. When asked by what authority do you do this? Jesus said, zeal for my father's house. Will consume me. Unquote. Jesus then prophetically prophesied about his own body quote, Destroy this temple, and in three days I will raise it up. John 2, 13, verses 13 to 22. A classic example of confrontation when reform is at stake. The infamous pandemic that arose in our midst last February and March added significant stress and chaos to already pastorally charged issues in the life of the church. Our leaders in the church had to give a major amount of time and energy to work with civic leaders to try to bring this cultural crisis under control. It is still not under control. This is not to obscure that there is already multiple uncomfortable issues and other events occurring in the life of the Catholic Church, refer to the sexual abuse crisis. The sexual abuse crisis since the last part of the 20th century and the first 20 years in the 21st century has been a scandal in the church that most Catholics who are alive today never had to deal with in their lives. Much suffering has been experienced by all living in the Catholic Church at this time. In addition to these occurrences, there arose in the Church a major conflict and disagreement between those who give a strong place to Church external law and teaching and the traditional teaching matters and clear doctrines. And those who believe that the church needs to reach out to the poor and disenfranchised. The present Pope cares for creation and emphasizes on social issues. Plus statements made that are confusing and unclarified have added fuel to the fire. These differences have intensified and already unclear doctrinal mishmash is upon us. Some might say the Church's teaching already clearly exists in the New Catechism of the Catholic Church. It has been about 40 years since it has been published. Realistically, who has really read much of it or certainly studies it or uses it? Teaching and pastoring, brothers and sisters, go together. Good doctrine, teaching, and pastoring go together. You cannot have one without the other. The last point that I want to make is this. I believe the lack of personal pastoring of the flock of Christ, the body of Christ, the church, is itself a scandal. In these negative occurrences in society, in the church, which has happened to the lay faithful, our leadership, for the most part, has been silent, unavailable or ignoring matters that need good communication. I need not mention the difficulties the lay faithful have experienced since the close of the council. I believe they are clear to anyone who gives a little time to think about what has happened and happening in the church over the last 60 years or so. I also realize that it has been very difficult on our leaders for many reasons and they may be working on many things in which I am unaware. However, when the lay faithful go to YouTube and talk shows to get an understanding of the crisis of truth and the teaching on faith, it is a sad day indeed in the pastoral life of the church. American Catholics need clear, upfront teaching On the five five non-negotiables, especially. They're non-negotiables because they're absolute moral principles. Abortion. Euthanasia, or stated as physician-assisted suicide. Embryonic stem cell research. Human cloning. Homosexual marriage. Is it possible? that our leaders would want to write a moral compendium, including these issues and where the church stands at this point in all of those five issues. This would be something that the United States Catholic bishops in the American church might find helpful. May we pray. We pray for light, wisdom, and understanding from the Holy Spirit at this challenging time in the church and in the world, dear Lord, we pray that each and every one of us will spend the time needed to reflect on oneself and ask the help and guidance of the Holy Spirit to show us what we can do to bring love and peace for those who have especially had a hard time with what is currently happening. Give healing, truth, and a more profound faith to us as we continue the journey of this troubling and stressful age. And we make these prayers in the heart of Mary given to her son, Jesus. Amen.
0: The opinions on this broadcast are those of Father Tickerhoof. Thanks so much for listening to this podcast and please share this podcast with a friend. And to contact Father David, email him at... FR David JT at gmail.com and be sure to leave Father a star rating on any podcast app. You can find more information about Father David on Evangelizing Catholic Culture